0: It's creating where your audience is, like creating content where your audience is already hanging out and then creating valuable content to them um, and that will send them to the site. Hello and welcome to the Optimized Store Show, a podcast that helps frustrated store owners become optimized store owners. We are your hosts, Aaron and Christian. We want to invite
1: you to join us each week as we share tips, tactics and strategies from the most inspiring entrepreneurs in the e-commerce industry. This podcast will help you add flexibility, stability, and happiness into your life. Ready? Let's go. So if you have zero sales or you're trying to increase sales and you're sort of lagging, it takes time and effort. It may take trial and error. Um, But in this episode, we're outlining five steps that you need to do in order to at least start building that momentum, give you the opportunity to get your sale. First sale, maybe you're next 10 sales maybe your next 100 sales Uh, we also go through some rapid fire questions that you need to be asking if nothing else is working so super valuable episode and we have a little um, bonus for you towards the end so you definitely want to take advantage of that
0: all right i think this is going to be a valuable episode because it's one that we get a question about a lot and it's also i think a topic that a lot of people don't really cover because it's i think i feel like it's quote unquote difficult so we're gonna be talking about how to actually make money when you don't have any money and uh, you know i I assume at this point we can put in the scenario that it's a brand new business that doesn't have a social following they didn't have some kind of you know personal brand or anything it's somebody who's literally from ground zero how do you actually generate those first sales
1: yeah what do you do when you have zero sales you're starting out you don't yeah you don't have anything uh you may have a little bit of traffic um but that's about it.
0: Cool. So first thing we have here, uh, I actually want to throw it over here to Christian. This is more of like his forte here, but I think this is kind of the nucleus of growing your business. So step number one of actually generating that sale, what should should they make sure Um, they do?
1: Website, obviously. I think that's your your home base, and that's where the transaction needs to happen. So um, just make sure that sort of like run through your website basics right um, make sure that you're doing a thorough website audit and that's typically what we begin with but it's literally like the little tip of the iceberg right um, but just making sure that you're going through best practices uh, when it comes to your website making sure that it's easy to navigate make sure that it's visually appealing make sure that it has all the necessary information about your products or your business your imagery um, updated and optimized product pages uh, all the features that you might need like a chat uh, make sure that you have your returns and shipping already set up so it's a it's more of a it's a big task no, i'm not gonna lie it's a big task uh but it's definitely it should be the first one uh to to navigate the reason why you have zero sales
0: yeah and it's the first one that we have in our uh, in e-commerce accelerator process, too, which is, like, if you don't get the website right, then it's nothing else that we're going to say here is going to matter, which the second thing that you should be looking at is, like, how do you actually drive the traffic to your site? And at least at this stage, the best opportunity for the best value, like, in the best quality of traffic is through social media. And you could use that as, like, two different categories, whether it's organic or paid or anything like that. But in general social media is a great way to build your brand, get you in front of people who would have never found out about you before, and really get them to the site, which then kind of brings back the point number one, which is to have a trustworthy site, making sure that you have all of the features and things in place, and that will get that person to convert. So we'll talk about quality of the traffic a little bit later, but social media is extremely powerful as a whole, whether you choose Facebook or Instagram or TikTok depending on when we're recording this if tiktok's still a possibility or not but um as of right now it still is but it's creating where your audience is like creating content where your audience is already hanging out and then creating valuable content to them um and that will send them to the site i don't want to oversimplify so i'll I'll throw it over to christian see if there's something he wants to add to it but in general whether you do paid or organic you need to make sure that you're building a brand on social it's probably your path of least resistance to generate real traffic to the site yeah well i
1: mean i think overall that whole point is more of like promoting so it doesn't mean have to be social i think um it also talks about you know email marketing potentially other marketing channels um but the idea is yeah to to drive traffic to your website um it's like i don't know what, what we're saying nowadays but i mean you need to have so much traffic to your website that then you're able to make better informed decisions so it's like On your website, you can do all your best practices, but it's not until you actually send enough traffic to your website and promote your website, it could be through social, email, whatever, that then you can make better informed decisions, right, on on how your customers are behaving uh, on your website. So um, yeah, first step, review your website, make the changes. Next step, promote your website, Uh, use social, use email uh, to drive traffic uh, to that website.
0: Yep. And I, I mean, I really like to tell people: five thousand minimum, ten thousand is a really good starting point. Like, it doesn't have to be within a thirty-day time period, but like ten thousand people total, and analyze that data. Like that, at that point, it's not no longer an outlier to have the conversion rate that you do, or like the add to cart that you do. It's like it's either good or bad at that point. So it's a good metric to kind of go off of around that ten thousand mark.
1: Uh, the next thing is offer promotions and discounts. Um, this is something that even on the previous two steps right reviewing your website and promoting you may already be doing so things like you know free shipping the the pop-up that should have that should be on your website right uh for potentially new uh new purchasers um having something in place where you're actually trying to get them over the hump and this is not something that you necessarily need to do right off the gate um but it is something to to implement in order to again you have zero sales right you're trying to get the sale um, these are also things that to some extent customers have been conditioned to 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 learn and do whenever they're shopping online it's like they're conditioned to get free shipping thanks to amazon thank you amazon um and they're been conditioned to anytime they go to a new website and they're a new customer there is going to be some kind of pop-up that's going to give me at least a 10 percent discount right so These are things that customers nowadays are almost like used to. And if you're not seeing sales, then it's time to start thinking about what type of offers, promotions and discounts you can include in your website. And you can also include in your communication through social and email.
0: Hey, so owners, are you ready to grow and scale your online business predictably and profitably? We've created a free 15 minute training that will walk you through the five key areas every online store needs to achieve financial success. You can grab the free training by going to optimizedstoreownercom forward slash ecom dash training or clicking the link below in the podcast description. Again, that is optimizedstoreownercom forward slash ecom dash training. Yeah, I think that's a great segue to the next section, which is probably one of the quote unquote more difficult or hardest areas to figure out, which is your own pricing. And so... If you're going through the model and you're like, well, Christian just told us to to give a discount and I'm not, I don't want to give up a discount. So I'm going to raise my price by X amount of dollars, right? Seven or $10 and then offer a discount. Sometimes you could be pricing yourself out of the model where people are smart, right? We have, we have to assume that the shoppers are really smart because at least in the millennial generation, like we do research a lot. And so like, even if it comes down to buying a pair of jeans, they're going to go to like three different sites and look at the brand and like, do I buy these three things? Um, And Gen Z's similar-ish on that, but you have to to assume that they're smart. So if they can buy the same T-shirt or the same dress or something else from somebody else looks pretty dang close and their price point is like what looks to be the difference, then uh, you're only going to hurt yourself. So make sure that you're pricing yourself at a competitive rate. And a way that you can do this is go look at brands that have been around for a long period of time. They've already done the research and said, this is a profitable rate, or they understand their business model, what is profitable. So looking at competitors, um, or at least those who have been around for a long time as a good starting point for like where your price point should be. And if it's too high, um, comparative to the other brands, and you can't prove that it's better, quote unquote, better, um, you haven't built a brand yet, which is why you're listening, then you may need to adjust pricing from it. So uh, it also could give you an advantage in the marketplace to lower the price in general. But um, I think that's a it's a it's a harder conversation to have because everybody believes that their baby is the cutest in the world, and so pricing it less than what they think is valuable is I think you know it, nobody wants to do that I yeah. guess.
1: Uh, the last actionable thing that we have here is to improve your customer service. I mean, that's something that great companies follow. Um, making sure that you're actually responsive to their questions, making sure that you're addressing concerns, you're addressing issues, uh, and making sure that you're doing it in a timely manner, uh, timely and professional manner. Right. And I think also customer service is something that maybe a lot of people think about before the purchase, right. Or maybe during mm-hmm. the purchase, but customer service needs to be part of your whole experience, right. After your customer actually gets the the product, um what type of communication do you have for them in your in your thank you page in your emails um in your follow-up emails when they actually receive the package um what type of communication do you have so like that's all part of of customer service um so it's a it's a process that's before they even know you to even after and repeat purchases um which is going to be super super important it's going to differentiate you right from from other other brands it's it's the whole process
0: Well, ironically, I was just having a conversation with the guy who is starting a business and he's trying to go in every category possible. And I said, if I came to your site, like, and we're, you know, talking about rebuilding the site, obviously, but I was like, I don't think we're ready to talk about rebuilding the site yet because there isn't any trust. And I feel like just looking at the site that the customer service, I'm not going to get taken care of anyway. So I was already thinking about the customer service as I was like analyzing his site to rebuild it. And he was like, well, that's a good point because he saw, he was trying to sell so many different things. I was like, well, how can you actually help me with this water bottle and then sell me this clothing item? Like you can't, how can you talk to me about both of these problems or flaws or like, you know, I think customer service also goes back to like return policies and the communication that, you know, Christian was mentioning, but how can you talk to me and have a good policy for all of those things and, you know, differentiate yourself. Um, And so, that I think is a, a, a part of customer service as well that's you know kind of left out there is the the unspoken part of it too. You get the perception of the, the site, which going back to number one, which is why it's so important. Do I trust this site enough that I feel like I'm going to get good customer service even though I haven't interacted with the brand yet? Yep, so. uh,
1: I did want to mention this uh, and I haven't really even talked to Aaron about it, but if you're interested in that very first step, which is review your website or do an audit of your website, Um, I would say to contact us through Instagram, like find us on Instagram, send us a message, say, hey, I found your podcast where you talked about um, what to do when you have zero sales. And yeah, well, I don't know what the deal is, but we'll cut you a deal on on the website audit um, so that you can at least get that first step, that first sort of cornerstone in place. Um, We have a very, very thorough uh, website audit that goes over, I mean, best practices in a lot of different areas. Uh, so if you're interested in that, uh, make sure to uh, find us on Instagram at BayBranding, Branding, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, at Branding. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe it's the first three who reach out to us. Maybe we'll just do it. Actually, we'll just do it for free. We'll we'll do a, a variation. Maybe we can share something too to kind of add some value to you guys. But just for the first three who who reach out to it, because um, it is it's super in depth. We give it to all of our program members, and I think that's one of the things I jump on a call with them and talked about. There's like, yeah, this is. A lot. Like this is really in depth. This is like every problem you could think of from your site has already been basically provided a solution, and there's a there's an actionable way to to figure out like how to make this happen. So I think it will be super valuable for you guys as podcast listeners um, as well. So uh, I do want to hit on a couple of things, kind of rapid fire um, as well. So those are those are the five kind of areas that will be helping you kind of grow your business. But I think one area that isn't talked about as as much, it does get, I don't, if we're doing an overrated, underrated, I think it's properly rated, but it's not talked about as much as it should for how properly rated it is, which is niching down to a very specific audience. Um, so many people want to do men and women. They want to do multiple countries. They want to do, you know, 50 different product lines, whatever. It's like the more that you can cut that in half, the better you can be. So niching down to that audience and serving them is really, really important. Um, as you begin to scale and grow because at zero sales you shouldn't be trying to figure out how you're going to get to a million dollars let's just figure out how to get to our first ten thousand dollar month and then twenty thousand dollar month and then thirty and then you can grow from there so niching down will allow you to like really like talk to your audience speak to your audience and then take you to that next level what's
1: your definition of rabbit fire
0: uh 30 <laughs> so, second overview <laughs> i thought you were going to just
1: run through them so yeah i mean how you try to focus and focus in on your niche um, are you driving high quality traffic? That's the next question they need to be asking. Um, are you capturing emails and nurturing to your customers? Um, are you selling the right products to the right audience? That's actually a big one. Um, and then mm. the last one is have you asked for feedback from others. Um, get into the Shopify community. Uh, obviously I'm guessing that you have a Shopify website, um, and ask others on how and what you're doing. Uh, and also like Hotjar, we didn't talk about Hotjar, but Hotjar is like a, a great tool to try to decipher, you know, how people are navigating through through your website.
0: Yeah, uh, and you could also, there's gonna be a link in the description as well. You could also join our Facebook group and share a website inside of there. That's a free group and we're happy to give some feedback there. And a ton of other people, hundreds of other people could give you feedback on the site um, who are all uh, store owners just like you as well. All right, that's all for this week, y'all. If you have, uh, that's all for this week, y'all. Uh, and that's all for this week. So if you guys have um, any questions or anything, as Christian Christian mentioned, uh, if you need your website audited or something to check out there, uh, shoot us a DM over on Instagram at BitBranding. We'll take everything from there. You guys have a good rest of your week. That's a wrap. Before you go, screenshot this episode and tag us on Instagram stories at BitBranding and let us know what you thought about this episode. And next, make sure to leave us an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps us reach more people and continue to improve the podcast for you. All right, guys, have a great day and we'll talk to you next week.